Welcome to this week's episode. In this week's episode, I invited Masimba Mufuza to help explain or talk more about COVID and how it's impacting us. So Masimba has a strong educational background in political science and also international relations and currently is a researcher with the topic of how like COVID has impacted Zimbabwe and how it's impacting the rest of Africa. So let's tune in and hear more. Listening to the Millennial with Panache. Today I'm joined by Masimba. Masimba, could you please introduce yourself? Okay, hi, thank you for having me this platform. I'm honored to join you today. I'm Masimba from Harare, Zimbabwe. I was born in the beautiful city of Harare. I'm originally from Mutare, that's my hometown. I can say that's my hometown. Uh, I'm originally from Mutare, Diriwasu Akazara. So that is my hometown and that is about me and about my education i i started uh, at bindura university for my for my first degree which is my undergrad degree i did it at bindura university then for my masters i did at university of zimbabwe in international international relations then uh, currently i'm looking forward to be starting my phd soon and yeah that is like that is all about me in terms of academic i'm still trying to find like to do some researches in uh, different areas like i'm i'm mainly focusing on the social impact of the covid 19 on Babwe or africa as a whole i'm still i'm I'm in the process of doing a study this area i'm particularly interested in doing political issues affecting africa Uh, one thing which i really wanted to have an, an african narrative being put across by an african you know, when I was searching, uh, when I when we always look at these journals or these articles, you find out that the writer, the researcher will be best in, in the UK, will be best in the USA, best in Canada, will be best in Australia or Sweden or wherever, and will be writing of the things that are happening in Africa. So do, are, we, are we having an accurate portrait or an accurate story of the things that are happening in Africa? So I just want to contribute to, to, to the literature which is available or to the scholarship which is available on think social issues political issues environmental issues i'm trying to diversify myself from an african narrative all right yeah I, yeah yep all right thank you for that i think okay. it's quite interesting to hear you being someone i talk to like almost on a daily basis but i think let's just jump right into it on why you think do you how do you think like africa has been impacted and like looking at how the numbers are africa like having the i I wouldn't say it has the best like health system but uh they seem to be low cases how do you think this all relates with the whole covid uh so one thing that i I would like to, yeah, on the issue of, of uh, COVID-19 in Africa, from the statistics available to us or from the information available to us or we all know that uh, the, the, the narrative in Africa, uh, the, the numbers coming out of Africa, they are not as much terrifying as those that we have heard from, from Europe. I'll take, for instance, from for, of, of one country like Italy. You know, the numbers that came out from Italy were so shocking and terrifying that even the rest the rest of our continent of Africa we have never had all those big figures like on how the, the COVID-19 this, this pandemic has been hitting on Africa so one thing that I want to I would like to, to make clear uh, we we as you said before you said we don't have Africa 
Africa because we have a greater number of poorer countries in Africa. They they are found in 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 Africa and uh, besides of um, South Africa and uh, some other countries up in the north, maybe uh, the likes of Egypt and the likes of Morocco, which have uh, a good economies, which have a better health, which have better health facilities. The rest we have a poor health institutions that we have. So we the numbers that we are getting out of Africa, the reason why they can lower from my own thinking is number one they might uh, a poor record of that of the data that is available right. you know for for decades we might be having a poor uh, data database which is available yeah. i'll come back to zimbabwe uh, let, mm-hmm. let us come back to Zimbabwe, which is our home. Yeah. If you go to, to, to Zimbabwe, uh, you remember we were getting a, a, a way, an update of the figures, like uh, we there was a fluctuation at times, the figures were not telling. But mm. the other day you get a high figure, the next day they <laughs> it becomes lower than the other day. You know, there is, there is generally inconsistency of the collection of data in most African countries. Yeah. You know, you know uh, uh, yesterday I was, I was doing one lecture which uh, they were saying even the population figures that come out of Africa at times they are not so accurate they there is a lot of estimates you know they rely on a lot of estimates they rely on because we 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 know that our most of our institutions are, are poorly funded you yeah. know even uh, they were saying even the GDP the, the the GDP that comes out of Africa at times because of these things that we are poorly funded the people who are Working on the ground, the, the people who are supposed to collecting the data, this data, let's go to Zimbabwe specifically. The yeah. health workers which are supposed to be collecting this, this data, they are they are poorly uh, funded. They don't have the money, and when they are poorly funded, would you expect to have accurate? Obviously not. We are not going to have accurate results, and we are always going to have all these figures which are like manipulated, and there is a lot of manipulation. Yeah. But however, besides saying all this, but on the issue of of the, uh, the figures coming out of Africa, yeah. I'd like to believe that to a certain extent, the, the way the, the the virus has devastated Africa, yeah. it might not have been that really much. I don't really know the science because I don't want to, I don't want to talk much about maybe the DNA because I'm not vested in that field. Yeah. But what we know is that the real thing is what all know the real thing on the ground, the number of cases, even of deaths, Related to COVID nineteen in Africa, they yeah. have been they are they are, they have been low. I would like to give an example of one country, uh, Tanzania. You know, yeah. Tanzania. Ever since COVID nineteen started, mm-hmm. they not they never went to a, a lockdown like what we have been experiencing in in Zimbabwe, in South mm-hmm. Africa, and many other um, countries in Africa in the sub sub Saharan region of Africa. Yeah. We have been having a lot of lockdown, like uh, where people were required to stay at home. Or know what is happening. Well. The world. But a country like Tanzania, they never did this. They never had. Remember when President uh, Magufuli was still mm-hmm. there? If you still remember President yeah, Magufuli, yeah. when Magufuli was still there, yeah. he actually rejected that there was COVID nineteen. Of course, we. I would not. I would like not to comment much on what how he was thinking. It was his perspective, but he did not bring lockdown. Tanzania, everything has been okay. Yeah. Uh, concert, uh, all the gathering have been happening and there was no mandatory there was no mandatory uh, wearing of, of a mask they were not yeah. putting on masks they would go out to their market as well and whilst everyone saying that we are in a pandemic they were actually enjoying themselves so the question will come that in Tanzania despite all this which was happening yeah. we have never had them complain uh, having a, a larger n- a, a high number of, of COVID related death or having their uh, hospitals being strong by COVID patients yeah. but these people have continued to live their own life but recently I noticed that yeah they are here and there you can just a few people they're putting on their masks like the new current president the lady president I forgot his name her name sorry I forgot her 
her name. Yeah. Uh, she she putting on a mask and you can see her wearing a mask and they are doing like according to the regulations of of the or of who on COVID nineteen. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So it shows that uh, I think from the transition of power to this new president, like when this new president came into power after the the, the sudden death of President Magufuli. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, I have seen her. She's moving in public with the mask and all that and you know all these things right mm. but i think it's because there is a mandatory which is there that we have to wear a mask but the real thing i have friends who are in tanzania mm. and i would like to request if there's anyone listening to us today if you're from tanzania and you have this message if you have some information please feel free to share with us we want to really know i really want to know what is happening here and what really transpired why were they not hit or struck by covid-19 uh, by how it has devastated countries like Italy, countries like Spain, countries like the United Kingdom, countries mm. like India. They have been like really hit hard by this pandemic. So this is this is what I really think. I I am not sure. Maybe maybe if I'm going to be putting it across as to a divine, I maybe if I'm going to be spiritual, I'll mm. say that the Lord is saving us. He knows that Africa we are really poor. We can we cannot manage this this virus <laughs> and. Yeah. And he and he's going to protect us. So if I'm going to put it across into that line of of thinking, we can use that. But in terms of science, nothing really much can explain what is happening in 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 our countries in in Africa uh, per se. Then outcome, I would like to now come. Uh, we were really talking about from the start, uh, like of this pandemic. Yeah, we have how we have had the first wave. Remember the one which initially or uh, which is being said that it originated from Wuhan in China up yeah. until we know what happened from there and we recently had uh, the Delta variant mm-hmm. uh, the Delta variant uh, it really devastated countries like India to be specific mm-hmm. and during that that wave I I I remember in Zimbabwe there was a certain time when there was I think that time we had a high number of, of, of deaths of course we all know that in Zimbabwe we have prominent people who passed away because of this virus yeah uh, remember we had the minister of agriculture honorable parents Shiri. Mm-hmm. he succumbed to to, to covid 19 you remember yeah. zororo makam yeah i you remember, remember he was yep, he, he was yeah. one of the first yeah 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 and and if you see and one thing if you look at this thing these were real prominent people people with real money yeah. and people that we know so now i'll go back to statistics the statistics is actually representing a number of people who are rich the rich people they will make up the top list yeah. you see and I like I was saying before mm. the, because of the poor recording of data we don't really know like who is who but, but we only know of these prominent or these rich people I don't really mm. know what happened but we had a, 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 a we had a lot of people who passed away and it was uh, especially dur- during the time of the Delta variant was like that but yeah. one thing was surprising all of a sudden the Delta variant just went down and it just disappeared and then that was it if you still remember yeah and yeah i think i still remember that yeah you, yeah you remember that ah, so yeah. everything went to normal yeah so when it went to normal then in december right now we are in november yeah we now have the omicron virus which was identified in botswana uh yeah. by a, a zimbabwean scientist who, yeah. who, who who is in botswana mm-hmm. he, he's the one who first Pro, uh, provided the genetics of this of this uh, what do you call it? of this uh, variant uh, variant yeah. variant and we have South Africa yeah and what happens when when South Africa uh, gave the information of this uh, virus which emerged which is being purported to have emerged from Southern Africa yeah we are having these draconian reactions that are coming in from Western countries of banning Southern African countries from yeah. coming in to mm-hmm. Khan. So one thing I'm not sure of, number one, we don't really know where this variant uh, really originated from. Yeah. Remember when these guys, when these guys found out about this virus, they were conducting a normal research. Remember uh, there is still a rate in Africa of trying mm. to find out if we can manufacture our own vaccine. All so right. there is a continuous, there is continuous research looking at the, the, the genetic or the the mechanism 
symptom of these uh of this uh covid 19 so there's continuous research is happening yeah. and upon their routine checkups upon their routine researches which they were doing they found out that one of the samples that they took had a different uh like a different structure from the from the previous one oh, then wow. that's when they discovered yeah that's when they discovered that oh it has mutated and they say they had to 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 blow the whistle that we mm. have found some it has mutated remember mm. this virus has been living with us for the past three years and yeah <laughs> because of this long time this the this whole whole time it has been in our system it has been on the on it has been moving from one person to the other one remember we all have different genetic genetics uh, and the viruses they tend to change according to to your body how your body is fighting it and they tend to, oh, wow. to develop more and more and more and more so now when we find no one really knows where it originated from no yeah. one can say it's the south african variant or it's the southern african variant because yeah. remember people people have been traveling up and about mm. except from for from coming from china but elsewhere else in the world people have been traveling up and about uh, slowly we were we were opening up and remember we got our back and one of the one of the things that the scientists are believing is that when we got uh, our vaccines and one one person might have caught this virus and the virus was trying to fight the vaccine then that's mm. how it tested see ah. so no one really knows where it originated but now we have these laws that came up and we are on the least our countries are on the least southern africa yeah and and it comes it comes at a time when south africa when it went to the to the october g20 summit yeah uh, the countries promised that they were going to reopen basing on science what do i mean when i say basing All right. on science we ah. yeah we Explain saying, more, yep. We are saying, yeah, when you're basing on science, when you're reopening your country, yeah. reopening international travel, mm. you're saying if you are vaccinated, you, you, Panasha here, if you're vaccinated, you can yeah. travel to the United States uh, with your proof of vaccination and your PCR test, and mm. no one will prohibit you from traveling. Remember, already we have, right, right now in progress, we have the Dubai 2020 Expo. If you still remember the, the Expo that has been postponed in Dubai and now it's happening currently. yeah and people have been traveling to dubai to the expo for the expo we are reopening dubai was really opening up and mm -hmm. people were going there mm, i think most of the countries most of uh, the countries in the world they have they have a booth in the expo center in in uae in dubai yeah so if you are vaccinated and you have your negative pcr test you could travel to dubai and upon arrival in dubai you get your pcr test you test negative then they let you go yeah that is is science now yep. that is science yeah but that's science. now yeah so so that is what the g20 countries the g20 countries in which south africa is part of promised when they were talking about uh when they were discussing about how ways on how uh we can um reopen our con our countries or international travel because the virus is with us we have mm. to learn to live with the virus so yeah. now when they promised that they went against a season and and now all of a sudden say international traveling is banned. Mm. There is no longer the room of saying that even if you are vaccinated, even have Pfizer, even if you have JJ Johnson and Johnson, even if you have whatever whatever vaccine that you got, the Sinopharm uh, vaccine, we're going to accept you. Even you have your PCR negative test, we're yeah. going to accept no. But we just say no, we are locking it up. We are we're shutting everything down. Mm. I understand that. I understand that we have learned like the hard way that mm. we need to react quickly. Uh, from this virus but I think it's quite unfair for African for southern African countries in particular yeah. to have these harsh harsh uh, bans coming out like so drastic like just there bam we're shutting it out shutting it down hmm. can we wait for the room of science to conclude them and we continue doing like what I think is we continue uh, we, we give scientists to, to take their time to study hmm. this variant and hmm. when they come up with a scientific proof that this virus is harmful or mm -hmm. whatever it is if it is uh, if our vaccines are um, are ineffective towards this then i would understand that okay it's okay they can shut it down okay it's okay okay just shut it down south africa is one of uh it's one of the first developing countries in in in, in africa yeah and i think it's so unfair for a country like south africa in as much how big it is and in as much how how successful it is i mm. think it will be really uh be unfair for 
for mm. us as well as for for the purpose of remember this is now a globalized country a globalized world where we don't in isolation we rely yeah. on one another we, we rely on things that come from from the west coming mm-hmm. down to africa or things coming from africa to the west or things coming from asia coming you know because of international trade yeah you know because of globalization we have been borderless to the extent that i cannot live without the other part so taking this into account taking into account that we are already already we are struggling as african countries they're struggling and mm. we really need these exports and imports to be to be moving up and down between our countries so if yeah. we just drastically we have been suffering already we have been we have been suffering from the impact of the the virus so i i, I honestly think that uh, we they it's not justified it's so unfair for african countries to be suffering like and we don't know i don't know if it's going to be reversed or it's going to be revised in future but i think that we they need to 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 just allow some movement in our countries because already it's the festive season and it's that mm. time where there's already a, a large number a large movement of people and um, and uh, as well we need we, we need some people need to come home and and enjoy their christmas with their mm. families and we need we, we oh you understand what i mean yeah, we I rely on, the, on we yeah we rely on the we rely on the movement of of up and down content so what happens if the west sneezes if the west sneezes <laughs> the rest of the world is going to catch a cold mm, what do i mean mm. when i say <laughs> the, the, everyone nice. is going yep. to catch a cold mm. when america is going to need canada is going to catch cold the uk is going to catch a cold and everyone else is going to follow suit yeah. what happens is when when america and the uk announce the ban or the travel ban on on southern african countries yeah the rest of other countries they followed suit they did the same and surprising some yeah. countries in africa <laughs> some countries in africa because the big the big guns they have said something because everyone is 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 following the big brother the big the big brother because the big brother did this so i'm following mm. we have a new jack response from countries like rwanda the rwandan government mm. immediately bases travel between uh rwanda and south south africa and zimbabwe they stopped the flights that flew to to these destinations mm. immediately we also have a, a surprising one was coming from angola angola was part of southern africa they also have ceased travel with them between south africa and zimbabwe and other countries so yeah. apparently the west they have already banned us we have our brothers who are coming saying no 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 we're not going to do that going, these are our brothers who are also chucking us out and how do they expect us to leave how do they expect us to to survive mm. you are my brother mm. and you're saying no 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 can you stay in your house because i had that from the from the other brother who stays in another community remember this is a brother you stay with you leave them you live in a let's say it's a it's a community you live mm. in the same community but you just live in different apartments yeah. and the brother you, you which you stay with in the in the same community says because i had from the uh, other brother who stays who lives in the other community <laughs> said no you should not come here so even for you you should stay in your in your home just stay there mm. that's the same thing which happened we rely on one another we are african and without science they also said no we don't want people to come here and mm. rwanda they did it and angola they did it and i would like to come home Zimbabwe. we mm. have a surprise we we also had the surprise a surprising response from the government zimbabwe mm. they actually saying you have to quarantine you have mm. to quarantine according to the regulation of the world health mm. organization yeah uh it's it's quite strange that the, the the same people who are supposed to be protect are the same people who are telling us to quarantine at our own cost mm. in a hotel in a in a hotel which being uh, prescribed by the government mm. and when they prescribe their hotel i need to pay <laughs> yeah. for 14 days in a hotel right i would like to give you an example for countries like america america if you are a resident of america if you are returning they don't care they will ask you to self isolate at home all right right mm. <laughs> because you are a resident yeah they should be they should be a difference of a resident is right yeah. if i am a resident at least 
just give this leeway of okay 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 are oh, you are resident you can come even though you tested uh, negative for for covid and you were vaccinated okay okay you are you are, you are a resident okay come in you know mm. just leaving a leeway but now it's going to affect our our returning rest to also quarantine mm. it's the festive season we are in december and there is we have a large population of zimbabweans who are living abroad they mm. live in different and they would like to return home upon returning home these people are the people who are also keeping zimbabwe afloat by yeah. the money they are bringing in by the food they bring in by everything they're bringing in they contribute a lot Connor. Yes. but at the same time we forget this we have to listen from someone else because oh the brother saying ah we should stop this and that and that then we forgot that we have an economy which relies on these people who come in they bring in a lot of foreign currency for yeah. their families for their uh, parents mm. children whatever this yeah. was going to keep our economy running but what did we do we have to seize everything and i'm telling you thousands of people have canceled their flight then longer going going home for the holiday mm. they're now staying just they're just staying in their um, in their stations in their stations wherever they are stationed in they're now just staying it's i didn't expect to hear that from my own dad i expected mm. that my own government will protect me you see but however we have we have uh, uh, we have such uh, a thing which is like that and it's so short i'm really shocked by the response by our government and yeah. i don't know what will what will really happen okay i have been talking for a long time maybe you you need to ask any questions so i'll leave it up to you all right uh, so you have mentioned a lot of stuff including like the new variant it's yeah. it's interesting to see that even the netherlands i think they there was an article that read that it was probably in netherlands like a week before it was detected uh, in southern africa yes and also you have mentioned about uh, zimbabwe uh, i mean both of us being zimbabweans uh, i saw the prices mm-hmm. for the hotels there that's like a hundred dollars a night so like yeah having to spend so much time uh i think that's that's quite expensive i would say a hundred hundred dollars a night for like 14 days you said mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 and so, so mm-hmm. you, it means that you you need 1400 to spend on your accommodation and we don't know if you if you and you need uh food how are you going to do it all right <laughs> okay, yeah you that's... can continue, can continue. Yeah. <laughs> i don't think you can cook um so yeah that's that's quite interesting so what the other issue i wanted to touch on is the vaccines um mm, it is mm, to my mm, understanding mm. that only six percent of africans have been vaccinated uh when we come to zimbabwe i think it's about 19 percent of um yeah some figures around there but we we haven't reached 40 percent uh so mm. like but generally africa has six percent vaccination rate uh mm. so what do you think is, is can we blame politics can we blame policies or can we blame uh to say people oh probably do we need vaccines uh as africa yeah. something like that since we have law um you could touch on vaccines with, with my, this my, question uh, yeah uh, okay okay thank you for for the question so what i'm going to do here um let me try to 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 devise everything then uh to answer you slowly we are going to start by talking about the ridiculous of the charging of the prices of the hotels in, yeah. in zimbabwe so you see like i was saying that you cannot be charging a lot of money for mm. me to spend in a hotel at this uh, i'm a citizen i'm a resident of zimbabwe why yeah. do i need to be punished like that rather if they're going to do the 14 days uh what do you call the 14 day uh quarantine the 14 day quarantine i think to some extent it's supposed to be free or maybe let's meet halfway or yeah let's meet halfway okay because this is what is there but i'll mm. suggest that we'll have to meet halfway then at least instead of me paying 1400 US dollars i can pay maybe 700 or 500 dollars that'll be okay I, but at the I, same time yep. I, mm. I, I wanted at to say it time. was free at first but then they changed mm. like way before not now but a long time ago I, that could be you yeah, know, yeah. something yeah do you do you still remember when yeah, yeah i still I remember, I remember it was free time. yeah when the when many 
students returned from China going back to Zimbabwe they were staying in hotels for free you still remember right yeah yeah i still remember yeah yeah they 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 stayed for free so all right but you can carry on sorry about that yeah um it might be it, it it's okay it might be a case of that <laughs> i would take it as a way of fundraising honestly it's a way of fundraising it's just fundraising you're trying to fundraise to to make sure that you fundraise uh, give uh, pumping in money to these mm. hotels remember most of these hotels some of these hotels they are linked or are owned indirectly by the government of zimbabwe i'll take for example <laughs> the zimba the zimsan zimsan is the one which owns uh, which is which owns hotels like uh, the rainbow towers in zimbabwe the, yeah. the uh, is it zimsan uh, what else i'm not i'm not sure of other hotels so they yeah. have quite a number of of hotels that are under zimsan and we have uh, other hotels being owned by Cresta Lodges which mm. owns Jemison Hotel which owns the Cresta Lodge in Masasa mm. and all these these companies they are indirectly linked to the government so yep. what do we do if we want to do a fundraiser we just need to charge people and remember businesses has been low throughout the year what yep. do we do for us to fundraise we are going to charge you for 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 you to pay the, the hotel because your bill is going to be a profit on us that's it. that is what i think and it's mm. purely po- politics which is happening right now in zimbabwe it's purely politics nothing else there is nothing like they are for the people but it's purely politics which is really <laughs> happening yeah. now let's move on to the to the issue of of vaccines yep. so on vaccines <clears throat> one thing which i want to talk about is i would like to i would like to explain about uh, in uh, our world is divided into two main spheres we have what we call the global north and mm-hmm. the global global south yeah the global south so what do i mean when i say the global north for the for the benefit of those people that might not know if you look at your map yeah. and you divide it into two mm-hmm. the south if you everywhere you just put a, a, a across uh, uh, the the whole the whole uh, globe like so there is the it like globe. the equator the do no, we divide it with the equator or that's that's a different division line that would like that's that's a you cannot use the equator because if you use the equator uh-huh. you leave some of these countries but okay. i would use okay if you come to america if you mm. come to america right yeah. if you see where america uh, when when america is nearly uh, like the border between mexico then you draw a, a big line from mexico okay. you draw a big line you cross across you cross to africa you just yeah. draw a line you draw a line you cross you cross china if you cross mm. china yeah yeah yep. yeah uh, yeah slightly slightly down here in mexico yep. you draw a line if you draw a line then you go across then you go through until you reach china to the end right yeah. this is the end yeah if you reach a ch- uh, china okay this is what we call the global the global south but with the exception of countries like mm, australia australia and new zealand in this global south in this year if you draw a line here with yeah. the exception of Australia and New Zealand mm. uh, if you look closely to these countries most of these countries they are poor nations if you come here to the global south you see that Africa most of the African countries though appear in the southern hemisphere if mm. you come to if you come down here to southern Africa to southern um, to southern America you yeah. see that if you go further down to southern America it is also characterized by uh, poorer nations with exceptions of some other kind but uh, how we it is not merely of the, the geographical location of these countries that will say ah they are only southern no it is the power defining political power the, where the north is more superior than the south do you understand right. okay i get it yeah now it is more of political power than it is of geographical location mm. so when we talk of global south we are talking of countries like most countries in africa we are talking about most countries in the southern part of of uh, america the south america we are talking yeah. about most countries that fall in asia with the ex- exception of countries like japan uh, china and uh, maybe south korea yeah uh, so so if if you really check what i'm t- telling you 
it will make mm. sense that in the uh, these these are the countries in the global south cambodia if you think of cambodia if you think of vietnam mm. these are countries in the global south if you think of countries like indonesia if you think of uh, zimbabwe malawi we are mm. in the global south in yeah. terms of power in terms of political power yeah. so what happens is these countries in the global south we rely mainly on donor um, donations or on donor money or mm. on aid mm. which comes from the global from the global north uh, countries yeah. uh, from america from the uk from from uh, everywhere else that you yeah. can you can think of in the in the in the in the world yeah. so when when we are by the fact that we are relying on these people to give mm. to give us some handouts because already we are suffering from our own our own money our own economies they are struggling we yeah. cannot our health systems are already stretched we are we rely on funds that are being provided for us so yeah. we to be um, to be specific i'd say that we rely on the handout from the big brothers <laughs> we rely from the leftovers mm. the, the breadcrumb if i say breadcrumb it's when you finish eating then we just say okay okay there's some leftovers for you then you know how it is if if like how in 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 i'd like to give you an example when back home in Harare in Zimbabwe mm. we have dogs in the in our, at our home mm. instead of buying them dog food what do we do if we eat and we leave some food then we, oh, <laughs> we have dogs which are outside Let's give okay. that, that yeah then we mm, then we collect everything then we provide it to the dogs you understand yeah. so uh, this is this is the literal meaning of how global south countries rely mm. we need to rely on the leftovers from the global north so now with all this being said if now i come to vaccine you now get a picture that is why we have a large number of people not being vaccinated in the global south specifically mm. in african countries a, le- a large number of people have not yet been vaccinated why there is an equal there is there is no equitable distribution of these va- of these vaccine yeah. to af- to these to the global south to All be right. specific pfizer is made in in america uh what else moderna is made in america yeah so if we if they are made in america they are not doing this for charity mm. okay they are not doing this for charity mm. they are not doing this for charity i'm going to repeat this <laughs> so if they're not doing this for charity what does it mean if they're not going to do this for charity it will mean that what they will do is these people will definitely sell to the to 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 those people that have money mm. the the american government pumped in a lot of money to pfizer to mm. a, a, to do the research to fast forward the, the 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 things which which have been hard to fast forward the, the manufacturing of these vaccines they had to pump in a lot of money to yeah. innovation and research of giving us these vaccines in time in a mm. timely manner so what it will mean is they are going fast to cater for the americans mm. to cater for canada to yeah. cater for the uk to cater mm. for all 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 other even the european countries the eu countries you know they are, they will be sponsored there are a lot of there's a lot of sponsorship would happen which which is going on they're getting money from these rich nations they're going to give them my country zimbabwe cannot be sponsoring pfizer already we have our own pros problems which mm-hmm. are happening there they cannot be doing that right so they are going first to say to serve the interests of these big and wealthy countries which are found in the global north in mm-hmm. terms of political location yeah. you remember i said yeah, the global I... north is the political lo- location not yeah. the geographical location mm. so the global south will will not have these vaccines so now what happened the world health organization it came up with it came up with a program which they called the Covax 
scheme. Do you still remember this? Scheme? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yep. Mm. So they came up with what we call the COVAX scheme. A COVAX scheme. Uh, it was to allow that that we come up with some money, which is going to be set aside to ensure that there is an equitable distribution of vaccines among uh, poorer countries, mm. uh, so that they, we can we can also have the equal share. You know, uh, discouraging companies to uh, countries to hoard vaccines, but to ensure that we have an equal distribution of of, of these vaccines. Yeah. So the COVAX scheme, the aim was the initiative or the main aim was to ensure that there is an equitable access to COVID-19 uh, vaccine. And yeah. this was directed by Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance uh, for the Vaccine Alliance and the Coalition for Epidemic in the World Health Organization. Yeah. So now, it's this is just a directive which is coming from a world board. You know, th- this is just a world body which is governing vaccines, the World Health Organization. Okay, it's okay. We listened. Okay, okay, it's okay. It's just a law mm. that you passed. But most of these countries have not been adhering to this call by the World Health Organ- Organization to allow yeah. that there is a fair and equitable access of these vaccines to each and every countries. The COVAX scheme <clears throat> was mainly to benefit developing countries from accessing COVID-19 vaccines and mm-hmm. they were they were, we were they were going to they were always doing uh, some donations excuse me uh, they were always doing some donations and there was uh, going to be uh, 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 what do you call a donation which was going to be made to ensure that it will cushion these developing countries if you're buying a vaccine you have a cushioning mm. allowance there so that it won't be too expensive for you but you have mm. a cushioning money which is there for you to, to ensure that you get this vaccine but however it's just a thing it's just a theory which is being said you know it's just something is yeah it's just something that you you are all we are saying we we are just saying that we we need these vaccines we need to get everyone to have these vaccines we have to get ah let's do this you know but mm. it it might have helped some countries to get the vaccines but it is not enough yep. it wasn't enough one problem that was being uh, that is being said is yep. many of these vaccines that were coming in were expiring vaccine oh boy if these vaccines they have a shelf life mm. and because these rich nations they were because mm, maybe uh, they did not uh, people were not getting vaccinated that is the point when they were they were going to 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 give them to african countries or to developing countries yeah uh one issue that we have had of is uh in uganda mm. when they got a vaccine that were expiring and they had to push people to get the vaccines oh, really wow. quickly because if they're not going to do that, they're going to destroy a large batch of vaccines, unused vaccines, just mm. like that, because they would have expired. Mm. And uh, so this is the problem that has been happening. And I would like to I would like to talk of um, uh, in Zimbabwe. Mm. In Zimbabwe, we have had so much vaccines coming in from from china mm-hmm. the the sinopharm the sinovac vaccines they've been coming from china and we are we understand that many people in zimbabwe have been uh either um one or i think a lot of people maybe mm-hmm. five in ten maybe maybe six in ten people have been vaccinated by the by the scene by the sinovaccines that come that came from china this mm-hmm. was as a result of the china aid which has helped much of of zimbabwe like in getting this vaccine but the case is different from other countries. We have not had um, vaccines coming in to African countries. Recently, I've heard that in Botswana, they tried to buy uh, vaccines from Pfizer and mm. they did, yeah, they made an order and they had to be put on a on a waiting list. Imagine, ah, ah. you have to wait. You have to wait on the waiting list. They were not on the priority list. We have the mm. money, we want to buy the vaccines. But mm. instead of you accessing the vaccines, they had to wait for the priority list to be cleared and that the, eventually their turn will come. And they, they, they is, they are allegations that they have been like uh, on the priority list, they continue continuously moved uh, uh, Botswana back backwards. Uh, uh, they continued doing that. And at the end, Botswana ended up not getting the vaccine on time. Mm. You see, this is what is happening. And the sad part is already in these countries, they're now calling for booster shots. Imagine mm. someone out there 
has never had the, the, the first dose of the vaccine, but already they're now moving on to booster shots. This is completely unfair and mainly because there is no vaccine e equity in the world. That is why we have a less percentage of people being vaccinated in Africa. Number two, culture, culture, our culture. <laughs> our culture, our culture, our culture. <laughs> My fellow Africans, if you're listening to me, let's observe science, let's listen to science. Science is going to save us from this uh, global pandemic. Let's desist from listening to culture where we are told that if you go to, to the leaves of a certain tree, if you boil them, drink them, they are going to help you. You know, <laughs> as long as as long as there is no scientific scientific proof for that mm. thing, please, my, my brothers, please just take the vaccine keep quiet and that is it let's desist from you know we need things which are factual we need scientific things you know this is this is the 21st century we now have the machines we now have everything that can assist us in in getting what we really need so let's take the vaccine don't worry about what is happening don't take it easy take the vaccine and everything i'm sure everything okay there are many approved vaccines which are out there and they will actually save lives in africa they'll actually save lives in the world you know if everyone is vaccinated yeah is everyone is vaccinated we are all safe and we'll return to the to the normalcy but we all know that when you want to go home uh from china when you want to go home for a summer holiday you can just book your flight and go home and just come back without any problems whatever so that's what we want so if everyone is vaccinated then we are going to be safe so the other thing is religion we have a lot of religious beliefs in africa yeah you know we believe in a lot of things in africa we have our <laughs> own religious beliefs are yeah. taking us back mm. on religion let me take i will i'm not going to you know uh remember we are being we are being frank and we are being factual mm. i would like to leave a disclaimer don't think i'll um, i'll hate your religion early stages of the pandemic mm. we had uh tele uh, these televangelists preaching and talking about uh, COVID as a, as a disease which was going to fade away, which was not going to be harmful, which was not going to affect us in as much <laughs> as it is happening. And yep. and I remember there were a lot of conspiracy theories that emerged that ah, uh, you know what? Uh, if you get the vaccine, it's the it's the mark of the beast. If you get the vaccine, it's something which is not good for you something which is, there was no science there was no science in it there was no research in it but mm. remember these people are followed by thousands if mm. not millions of people yeah. and you and when you do this and when you are doing this you, we we had a lot of people being skeptical about taking the vaccine because they were saying ah oh, no because my my so and so told me that i i should not take the vaccine it's not good for me it's 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 actually an holy yeah. then you know and yeah then and and people were actually they, they actually listen it's a thing which is there you know people if you have your beliefs you believe in your beliefs you can't move you but let's believe in science let's let's leave room for the science to take place and the other thing that happened is the other thing that happened is if you still remember even in the uk it happened where 5g the invent of 5g was <laughs> being <laughs> you know the yeah the coming up of 5 5G. These are some of the conspiracy theories that were there that uh, uh, the, the virus, the pandemic mm. emerged as a result of 5G and uh, I don't know how how far true it is that some people in the UK, they went to destroy some the infrastructure of, of 5G <laughs> because they said it's going to be uh, helping in the spread of, of, of the pandemic. Mm. Actually, we later on, people found, found out that no, actually, 5G is only technology which is going to help us actually to develop more vaccines and to uh, ensure that there's going to be a short space of time in, in the development of these vaccines because we have a faster internet. It's all about data which is being upgraded. But, you know, so all these conspiracy theories, they are, surround, they are all going around even in the issue of vaccines. It might not only be in Africa. I also know of countries in in Asia live on, the, on their medicine, traditional medicine, spiritual healing, 
it is going mm. to help them. So all these things have made a large number of people in the world and specifically in Africa not to take the vaccine. And I think, uh, I don't know how we're going to do it, but it's a real problem. My mm. brothers and sisters, if you're listening out there, I think the vaccine is safe. We need the vaccine and we need it uh, as soon as possible. Let's mm. get the vaccine. Let's just get it. Let's just get uh, vaccinated. I know some people would might... Uh, might have their own might have their own arguments on the vaccine yeah, yeah if you have them feel free to come and join us here then we can talk then you can tell us how it is if you know the sign that is not good for the well, that is uh, the science about the vaccine that we should not get it you can come and talk to us but for yeah. me i'll stand by i'll stand by the fact that if everyone is vaccinated i think we can beat this virus and yeah. if everyone gets the vaccine we can beat this virus so i think for the questions that you have asked i think i have yeah. i have talked much about this so if you have anything for me i'll give you the floor uh, <coughs> yeah well thank you i think this is going to be uh one of like the longest episodes that we have had so far and um so in conclusion do you want to share more information on how people can you or to have any social media that you are uh, easy how to get in touch if okay so <clears throat> okay thank you thank you very much for 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 this time to share uh, you we had to share we to talk together today so mm-hmm. if you want to get in touch with me my my twitter handle is can i give you my twitter handle okay let me let me check it so my twitter handle is mufuza underscore masimba at mufuza underscore masimba mufuza underscore masimba you have my twitter handle mm-hmm. and on on instagram you can catch me on instagram it's mas.07 underscore mas m-a-s-s dot un, uh, 07 underscore so on these two platforms you can get in touch with me you can follow me up and we can talk you we can have a discussion on twitter on uh, on um, instagram on my facebook my facebook it's just masimba mufuza so uh, masimba mufuza that's my facebook and um, what else i think that, that that's i, I think so that's, on, that's all mm, that's, that is that is that is, unless, that is everything so yep mm? yeah, unless sorry. you want to share your email to uh if you have an email that's that you access often okay my my email address mas mufuza at one six three dot com mas mufuza at one six three dot com that is my email so my email my facebook my instagram you have it you can get in touch talk with us talk with me and we can talk uh, more about these issues that are happening in the world that i'm specifically interested in africa in the african uh, politics in african social well-being and we can talk feel free to get in touch with me all right uh thank you for for such an awesome episode there's a lot that you have mentioned and yeah i really appreciate you sharing this with us today oh no you're welcome thank you for such a wonderful episode for Mm. these uh podcasts we really need them as young people i think we need to talk about it we need to continue continuously talking and discussing you know Mm. we are we are the future we are the future yeah we are the future yeah all right until next time then okay thank you thank you very much host for having me Listening to the millennial with Panache. I feel some way, some some way. Cause I'm young, energetic, I feel some way. I feel some some way, some some way. I'm so blessed in such a different way. I can't express it on a paper. So I choose to lift up my presence to the maker. Born in the middle of Gen Y and Gen Z from a third world nation, but we're still lit. You're listening to The Millennial with Panache.